And we're back talking about the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> this is I-80 Sports. For those of you who are just joining us now, thank you for doing that. We got some guys to talk about. We made our own predictions for every player on the Atlanta Falcons team for the 2021 season. Steve, you ready to go? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Tyler, are you ready? Always. Let's go. Okay. Tyler was buffering there for a second, but we got him back. Matt Ryan. Someone I know you love to talk about, Matty Ice, 407 completions for 4,581 yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions last year. Finished with 293.4 points, 18.34 points per game, and he was quarterback number 12 on the season, which means just another year of being a quarterback one. Tyler, I know you're itching for this one. Get after it. Yeah, Matt Ryan, uh, you know, a lot of uh, kill for those type of that was Matt Ryan last year. So uh, let, let's, I think, you know, the addition of Kyle Pitts, Arthur Smith, and shot in the arm to Matt Ryan. Look for Matt Ryan to easily be a top 10 quarterback next year and uh, look for some weapons, uh, you know, to have big seasons. I think Kevin Redley makes that real big leap next year in year four. Uh, you also have Julio Jones, who I feel like will be on the Atlanta Falcons roster, Kyle Pitts, Mike Davis. So I like Matt Ryan as a top eight to 10 quarterback next year. Look for him to, you know, 4,700 yards, 32 touchdowns, you know, seven to eight interceptions on the season. That's what kind of type of season I think he can have. And uh, I feel like he's got at least three good years. In. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And the more I see Atlanta's defense getting worse, the more I like Matt Ryan because he's <laughs> going to be throwing a lot of balls this season. Let's see where I have him. I have him. 419 completions for 5,032 yards, 28 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. So I see a downtick in his touchdowns and interception ratio, um, but I do see him crossing that 5,000-yard mark threshold in 17 games. also have him 50 rushing attempts for 175 and one rushing touchdown. I had to give it to him. Had to give him that one. 311 <laughs> fantasy points, 18 points per game. Would land him at quarterback 12 exactly where he finished in 2020 although doing it a little bit of a different way more volume less scoring steve where is he in uh going in drafts yeah um fantasy football calculator has him at quarterback 15 um sitting at 9 11 um he has been drafted as high as the sixth round the sixth pick and has gone as low as the 11th round and the eighth pick and i'm just gonna say this for for my buy or sell on matt ryan if after i get my core players and and i get a couple of backups if he's if ryan is sitting there in round eight or nine i'm taking him because by that time, by that time, you know you have all your top positions filled, and all you really need is your quarterback. And I'm a I'm a fan of late round quarterbacks too. But you know, if you have your main guys, I don't mind taking a quarterback in the eighth or ninth round, especially with Matt Ryan, because even for bad years, he produces. You know, even in you know, I think the lowest he's ever been. And Bob, you can fact check me on this. I'm just pulling it off the top of my head. I believe the lowest he has ever been in a full season that he has played. I think is quarterback seventeen. You know, the the guy. You know, yeah, yes, he's had number one seasons. He's had number five. He's had top five seasons. But the lowest I think he's ever been is quarterback seventeen. So sign me up all the time for Matt Ryan, and especially sign me up for his ADP. 
there was a joke going for a while. There was, I think there was a five or six or seven year span where he had a, a good year and a bad year, like back to back. It was like great year, bad year, great year, bad year, great year. Um, he's broken out of that cycle in his old age and he's just solid. I mm-hmm. like Atlanta. They're all, I, excuse me. I like Atlanta for fantasy football. Let me, let me correct that. Um, do you have anything <laughs> else to add, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, just look for Matt Ryan to be consistent. As long as he's healthy, he's missed, you know, what, three games in his entire career. I mean, the guy's the best Atlanta Falcon quarterback of all time. So, uh, you know, the guy, uh, is if he can be more efficient in the red zone, yes, he does make silly mistakes sometimes in the red zone. But Kyle Pitts, look for him uh, to kind of be that red zone, uh, you know, answer. So I'm excited for the uh, 2021 season, definitely. And uh, Matt Ryan can be a, you know, a late round flyer for your team. And he's a guy, if not, he's your quarterback one. If you have him as your quarterback two, you're in great shape being able to, you know, uh, operate and uh, switch out quarterback based on matchups. I love it. Love it. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about Mike Davis now because there's a new running back in town. There hasn't been um, someone. Someone gave me this stat today. They said there has been no Atlanta running back in five years to cross a thousand yards last one was 2016 devonta freeman mm-hmm. well, it's going to be mike davis this year and i don't care about stats he's not going to run the ball a ton he broke into superstardom last year when christian mccaffrey um got hurt for most of the season um he had a very good first half of the season and a very not good second half of the season kind of a tale of two different stories for mike davis but he finished the year 165 rushes for 642 yards, six touchdowns. He also had 70 targets for 59 receptions, an incredibly good conversion rate for a lot of yards and two touchdowns. I made a typo, so he did not catch 3,733 yards. Um, It was a different number, but uh, we'll check up on that in just a second. He finished running back 15 after a disappointing end to the season, 177 fantasy points and 11.8 points per game running back 15 steve where's he going right now today in fantasy drafts um he fantasy football calculator has him at running back 34 uh, his he is sitting at 706 um as his current adp being drafted as low as 905 i i was looking up the i was looking up the um his stats to see his so 373 yards was his stats for how much he caught yes. the ball um 30 so he was i said that he was running back 30 something but uh, there he is so highest he's been drafted is 401 but the lowest he's been drafted is 905 so uh, where's he going average 706 so we're gonna take yeah, that 706, 706 number tyler that is a bargain and that's not what's what it's gonna look like in august where do you realistically I'll see buy that all day I buy that all day. I think Mike Davis is probably going to be like a running back two in fantasy, but I mean, I expect 900 to 1100 yards on the ground. Uh, I mean, not sure if y'all saw that picture today of him at training camp. I mean, his like thighs are like freaking huge. I mean, the guy is a beast. He's in great shape. He's going to be the number one running back uh, this season. Uh, Yeah. Mike Davis has here and there, but Mike Davis has those muscular legs, and unlike A.J. Dillon, he's going to see the football field in 2021. Uh, I have yeah. him statted out, and sorry, Tyler, we, you were breaking up a little bit. That's why I cut you off. Um, oh, you're good. You're good. I have him at 255 rushes for 969 yards and six touchdowns rushing. 
that's volume, but it's not terribly efficient volume. I have him under four yards per carry. I also have him getting 60 targets for 49 receptions, 292 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. Nine total touchdowns, over 1,100 yards, 205 fantasy points, lands him as a late running back one with serious week-to-week boom or bust potential. Hmm. Tyler, are you buying him there? Yeah, Seventh I round buy it all week. day. I think he's more like high, high running back too. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely like Mike Davis a lot. Uh, Nine hundred to you know a thousand yards, fifty catches. I'm 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 <laughs> signing up for him. I, he's going to be the the workhorse, Cordero <laughs> Patterson, uh, and then also you have Quandre Allison. So those are the guys he's competing with. Mike Davis. Oh my guy. god, you got you guys are completely overlooking Javion Hawkins. Javion Hawkins is the is the free agent running back from Louisville and that mm-hmm. they that they signed as the as a rookie free agent. Um it, you know this kid he he rushed for over 2000 yards in, in Louisville and this kid is fast. You know one of the knocks on him is that they say that he's undersized at 58 but there have been starting running backs to succeed at his height and under. The first person that came to mind when I when I was like undersized running backs, Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles was a fantasy darling for years, and he was five six. Austin Eckler, a current starting running back, five eight. You know, so I'm just gonna say this: beware of Javian Hawkins, because I because I think that he could seriously be this year's James Robinson. Okay, you be hey, I'm going to take that. Mike Jones all day, even with his poor um, rushing stats. I'm not the only one who's on. saying this. We got to move on. Saying this. Mark it down. Mark it down. Let's talk about it later. <laughs> Julio Jones. After an injury-plagued year he, where he put up 68 targets, 51 receptions, 771 yards, and three touchdowns in just over nine games, he's back. What is he going to do in 2021? Well, here's how I have him statted. There's some uncertainty as to where he goes. I don't think he's the one anymore. I think Calvin Ridley did enough last season to at least get the 1A, 1B scenario. I think Calvin Ridley will get most of the workload. There's still plenty to go to Julio, and he's still plenty talented. I have him set up for 125 targets and 79 grabs, 1,126 yards, and five touchdowns. He's never been a big touchdown guy anyway, Julio Jones. 182 fantasy points is about a mid-range wide receiver too. That's what I call the juju range, where former stars go to die on my fantasy football squad. Um, still capable of having a great year, and I'm kind of projecting his floor not quite as upside. Um, let's talk about it. Yeah, fantasy football calculator has him as wide receiver 11 and sitting at 310. The lowest he's been drafted is 408. Eight, um, you know, for me, whether it's buy or sell at wide receiver eleven, and it is still in a twelve-team format. That's still a wide receiver one. So I'm going to sell because you know his he was injured. He played nine games. You know, putting up putting up um 771 yards on nine games is still pretty good numbers. You know, even in three touchdowns. You know, for a guy who normally averages two touchdowns a season, not terrible. Um. But the the thing is, is that he's going to be 32, 33 years old. You know, do I think he still has value? 
Absolutely. But he's not a touchdown magnet. His only upside, the only thing that has kept him as an elite receiver all these years is even though he wasn't a touchdown magnet, he he racked up catches and yards like like you couldn't um, believe. But he just but, you know, the question is, can he stay healthy for those numbers to keep on going? And I don't think so. I think Matt Ryan could certainly support multiple top wide receivers. I just think that the Julio mark him in, put it in ink. He's a number one. He's a top three wide receiver. I think those days are over. And I Mm -hmm. think that is more what my rankings are going to reflect. Tyler, is Julio still a top five wide receiver in the NFL? Yes, 100%. And let's, let's did miss time in 2020. And that's what people remember. But 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, he was healthy. Played 15 or more games. So I like Julio Jones. I feel like, yes, he'll get about 1,400 receiving yards. He has six touchdowns. You said touchdowns. I'm saying about six. Yes, help. Yes, he's getting – he's 32, 33 years old. Um, But when he was healthy last year, like you said, he did put up decent numbers. Yeah, the touchdowns weren't there, but in nine games he had – 700 yards so if he can play in 15 to 16 games you know there's 17 games next year so uh julio jones i'm still buying him as a number six to like eight wide receiver you know maybe top five at the end of the top five five six seven like that's where he kind of sits in terms of fantasy uh so look you know he'd be a great pick in maybe late second early third uh and maybe as your wide receiver one or if you go ahead and he's your wide receiver too, you really have a good crew. So running right, back guy early in fantasy, but you know if he were there in the third round, I may may take him. He would at at that point he'd be my wide receiver one in the third round, and I I'm not taking him there. So he is a sell for me, but a hesitant because he is Julio Jones, and you can't you can't play too too close to the chest there. Let's I'm, talk about Calvin Ridley now because this is my guy. In 2020, he had a breakout campaign, 143 targets, 90 receptions, 1,374 yards, and he added nine touchdowns, something Julio Jones only did once in his career. Looking forward for Calvin Ridley, I have him with 155 targets, 99 receptions, 1,458 yards, and 11 touchdowns. He has that big playability. I'm projecting him at 14.7 yards per reception. That's just about where he was all of last season. 261 fantasy points and 15 points per game has him lying around wide receiver four and a half PPR. Again, that's exactly where he landed in 2020. Tyler, can Calvin Ridley overcome Julio Jones coming back to put up 2020 numbers in 2021? Yeah, it's about the touchdowns for me with with Calvin Ridley. Uh, If he can have 10 plus touchdowns, you know, last year he had nine. Feel like he's a top eight to ten wide receiver in the uh, uh, in fantasy and you know overall he's a great route runner. Uh, you know Matt Ryan seems to really trust him. You know throwing his way. So if he can just you know add a couple touchdowns and then you know just a little bit more receiving yards and uh, ten touchdowns is not out of the realm for both Julio and Calvin Ridley. And if they did that, they would have quite the tandem heading into the twenty twenty one season. And they're going to give a lot of defensive coordinators headaches, uh, and uh, not even including Cal Pitt, who we'll talk about here in just a second. But hmm. yeah, so get yeah. after it, Steve. Where is he going yeah. now in drafts? You know, he's um, been a great player ever since he came to the NFL. 
He's a hard worker. Yeah, um, Fantasy Football Calculator has Calvin Ridley at wide receiver 6, sitting at 209 as his current ADP and being drafted as low as 303, but he's also been drafted as high as the first pick of the second round. Um, I, I'm just going to say this. If... If I'm sitting there, because I I normally like like if I get the if I get my pick of the draft, I normally try to sit at the lower end of the draft. Um, you know, this way I can go that back to back. And if Calvin Ridley is sitting there, let's say that I have to, a pick two hundred one. You know, I just drafted my running back, and let's say I'm not a fan of the running backs that are right there sitting sitting there for me. I would give serious consideration of taking Calvin Ridley. Um, you know, even, even over new Hopkins, who we talked about, um, earlier, you know, th this kid just has so much potential. And when Julio Jones was not playing, he was averaging the most fantasy points, um, per game among wide receivers. Here's another thing we were talking about Julio Jones, um, you know, and, and his low touchdowns, Julio Jones has only, has only crossed 10 touchdowns once one time and and really yeah. had and, nine and, last season i already and, went over and that he had, and, and he had 10 and he had 10 in his rookie and um calvin ridley had 10 in his rookie season so you know this kid this kid has so much upside and you just gotta love him so we do like that for sure calvin ridley at his current pace i am buying him with caution um and we're gonna move on because there is one more weapon. We, well, there's two more weapons we need to talk about because we haven't touched on the tight end position yet for Atlanta. And if you open up fantasy Twitter anytime soon, you'd hear that Kyle Pitts is the next coming of, uh, you know, Jesus Christ here in, in tight end land. But Hayden Hurst is still there. Hayden Hurst, the guy who I love this, this offseason before the NFL draft. So we need to sort this out. Kyle Pitts is a rookie tight end from Florida. He had 100 college receptions for 1,492 yards and 18 touchdowns over his three seasons. Last year, he caught 43 balls for 770 yards and 12 touchdowns. He is an athletic specimen. I love Kyle Pitts. Here's the problem. 43 catches, 770 yards, and 12 touchdowns is not a sample size that's going to have me putting him over many people. I think he can, is going to be tight end, a top five tight end this season. But he's not number one, he's not number two, he's not number three, and a lot has to go right for him to land there. I have met 95 targets, 65 receptions, 775 yards. Scoring is fluky. I know he was a touchdown machine in college. NFL ball is different. I have met five touchdowns. 140 fantasy points has him at tight end seven behind Logan Thomas um, last year, kind of in that OJ Howard, Hunter Henry territory for his first year. In Dynasty, I know. I know he's great. He's going to be a great athlete. I know everyone <laughs> loves him down in Florida. I know he landed in a great spot where people got to see him play a lot of football in college. And we're going to throw over to you, Tyler. Um, am I nuts here? Is this where Kyle Pitts is going to land? I feel like he, he has a real shot at breaking Jeremy Shockey's all-time um, rookie uh, reception yards. Uh, I, I think he had 800 something yards i feel like cal pitts has a real chance to, to have you know a thousand yards as a rookie i feel like he could catch 60 to 70 balls five touchdowns i like more like eight touchdowns i mean i feel like he's like tight end four for me uh behind the big studs kelsey waller and kittle i feel like cal pitts could be white that four and uh yeah i think he's as advertised 
And, you know, Arthur Smith uses a lot of two tight end sets. So I feel like him and Hurst will work together. And they took them out for a reason, and they're going to use them very, very early. And uh, I like Kyle Pitts. I'm buying him. Uh, if he's a guy who I could get maybe, if I don't get Travis Kelsey like I always do, if I could get Pitts maybe in the seventh to ninth round, I'm guessing, what do you, where do y'all have him at? He's going 10th well, round, 11th pick, but I promise you come August, he will be yeah. in the first six or seven rounds. Once the yeah. big fantasy podcasters start talking about him every week, he's yeah. going to go much, mm-hmm. much higher. There are people who were taking him in Dynasty as the 101, as the number one overall pick, and I kind of get the hype, but <laughs> that that hype is not for me. I'm not that into <laughs> him. Um yeah, um, you know, because you kind of touched on it. Fantasy Football Calculator currently has him as the number 14 tight end, um, sitting at 10-11. The lowest he's been drafted is at the end of the draft, 15-12. But, you know, now that he's on Atlanta, you know, we're we're only we're less than a month removed from the draft. We're only a few, we're only like two or three weeks removed from the draft. So, you know, that, that ADP is going to go up. I see him, I see him going as high as maybe the sixth round. If I'm being if I'm being honest, um, you know, Tyler it, alone is going to go on uh, and, and do about 10 mock drafts and take yeah. it in the first round just to bump, <laughs> just to inflate those numbers tonight, baby. Let's yeah. get them up and, there. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Seven. The highest he's being drafted right now. The, the, the highest he's being drafted right now um, is actually 209. So the, I see that averaging out. I don't I, I think that that's just draft. Uh, that's um, post draft hype. I see the I see it coming down to maybe the sixth or seventh round. Um, you know, I uh, my floor for him. I don't do well at statting out people, but I have two people that I think that he could have a comparable season to because of his size and his speed. Um, the first person that I see um, him having a good season with uh, a comparable to is Mike Williams' second season in the NFL. Um, Mike Williams obviously missed his rookie season because of the back injury, but when he came back and had his real first season, he had 43 receptions for 663 yards and 10 touchdowns. I think that that is more of a manageable floor for him, but I also see him having a similar floor. I mean, a similar season, a similar rookie season to his fellow teammate, Calvin Ridley. I can see him at 64 receptions for those for 821 yards and still 10 touchdowns. I think that he is going to be the primary red zone threat for this team. And, you know, and this, and that's, that's my floor. That's kind of like my floor ceiling for him. I don't think he's going to eclipse the, the thousand yard mark, uh, you know, because, because he would have to, he would have to have like, because when he would have uh, to not giant, be a tight end, season. yeah, he would have to Giants. not be a tight end, and he is a tight end, and he wants to play that position. He's going to block. He's going to take care of responsibilities, and he's got to learn. Mm-hmm. And there is Hayden Hurst, and we got to talk about Hayden Hurst before we go. And this is the last player from the Atlanta Falcons, Hayden Hurst. I was so high on this offseason before the NFL draft. Um, I had to move him down numerous, numerous uh, spots. I still have a lot of targets left on the Atlanta Falcons, and I think with Atlanta. They're not very deep. I have them started out 88 targets, 56 receptions, 571 yards, and six touchdowns. I have them as the tight end nine on the season. So I, I projected them eight and nine back to back, not necessarily intentionally. Um, you know, unless Hayden Hurst physically goes somewhere, I see him contributing to Atlanta. Um, so I just want to know what you guys are thinking. 
Um, fantasy football calculator has him. I'm just pulling it up real quick. Um, has him at 1307 going right now. So, um, that, that makes him tight end 18. The highest he's been drafted is 1003. And just like Kyle Pitts, he has been drafted at the end of drafts. Um, I mean, you, you, you averaged him out to tight end nine. No, I guys? um excuse me. Th- those were his numbers from 2020. Okay. I averaged him out to uh 473 yards, three touchdowns on 47 receptions, which would put him at um 89 fantasy points tight end 22 eh. in 2021. So, you know, I I have him as a contributor for the team and he, he might be one of those guys who's better for the Falcons than he is for fantasy teams. Hayden Hurst, I was so thought, high yeah. on. He was my sleeper, he was my guy. I just can't do it with the uh addition of Pitts. Yeah, you know, with the, you know, Hayden Hurst is going to have to block a lot better this year because they also added Lee Smith from Buffalo to, you know, blocking. So, you know, if Hurst could eclipse that, you know, 600 yard mark, six touchdowns, similar to what he did last year, uh, you know, I think Hurst could be used uh, in fantasy football as, you know, an eight to 12, you know, tight end uh, position ranking. But uh, Dirk Cutter didn't really use him like he should have last year. So, uh, you know, Hayden Hurst, Arthur Smith, I feel like that relationship will be, be pretty good, but Kyle Pitts is going to be the number one receiving option, and then Hurst will be the number two tight end, but there's plenty of targets to go around with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Russell yeah. Gates, so um, Hurst will be a an addition to the Atlanta Falcons offense, I, I, I believe. These rankings are not set in stone. They are fluid. They're going to change throughout the offseason. They're going to change right after we get off uh, talking about them today. That's for sure. So thank you guys so much for joining us at IED Sports. Let us know what you want to see up next. We're doing two teams a week. We're making our predictions. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you, Tyler, for joining us here today. You can find him, uh, Tyler Crowder, at Kicking It At Crow on YouTube. So go check him out. Go subscribe to his channel. And uh, thank you for joining us here today at IED Sports. Thanks, guys.